This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And we have another uh, fictional women classic that we wanted to run today. And because we're moving into Halloween time, scary content, and also because one of my very favorite shows, What We Do in the Shadows, just had its season finale. They are not currently a sponsor, but they have been one in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to bring back this episode on Nadja, who mm-hmm. is one of the main characters uh, in the show. And just a little bit of an update. There are a couple spoilers. So if you really don't want to know much, I'm not, they're going to be vague. But if you were like, no way, I'm going to go in not knowing anything, then come back to this one later. I think this, it could be fun to come back and revisit some of the, the themes in this season. Um, I did read an article about how the relationship between her and Laszlo is kind of unique in that they're so open about like having sex. <laughs> And her initiating sex and also being polyamorous, but her like really being open about how she wants to have sex and that that is, I don't know, I guess it's still kind of a rare thing. She also has an interesting line at one point where she's surprised that Guillermo was so worried about coming out. And she's like, oh, I thought everyone was, (laughs) I thought everyone was queer. It's like, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, We did get to see... Because this is something that's been missing. You have the Nadja doll, uh, but we did get to see her have friendships with women more in this season. She had like a girls' night, uh, even though I wouldn't say she treats, especially the guide who's played by Kristen Shaw, very well. <laughs> uh, but you do get to see their their interactions. I love that they watched Mama Mia together. That was hilarious. Um, she uses this thing called her voice 
uh, in the season, which it was kind of like setting it up or framing you to think it's going to be her kind of being demure, uh, as women are often made to do to get her way. But her voice turns out to be like a screaming, booming voice <laughs> that breaks <laughs> things. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then I just wanted to say, I know I talked about it a little bit in my kind of recap on my experience at Dragon Con recently. I did see a lot of what we do in the Shadows costumes. And her costuming is amazing. It's good. It's really, really good. I love like her bright, glittery makeup often. The colors. I, I love it. I saw somebody, I saw a good pair of her and the guide uh, going around. But I also, so when I saw the episode where they all try to pretend to be human, I was like, oh, Dragon Con gods, <laughs> please, <laughs> I need to see this cosplay. And especially Laszlo, who basically like wore this like flame shirt and this blue bucket hat and like blue Crocs and Jinkos. I was like, I have to see this costume. Yes. And it was there, listeners, and my prayers were answered. There you go. It was awesome. It was awesome. So yeah, if you haven't seen it and are interested, it's kind of a vampire mockumentary show that I really enjoy. I recommend it. But in the meantime, please enjoy this classic episode. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another sub, 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 sub segment. <laughs> I like to add as many subs as I can. Fictional women around the world. And as promised, today we're going to discuss Nadia from the FX show, What We Do in the Shadows. I was going to put a buffer in between doing this one and Officer O'Leary from Wellington Paranormal. But I was like, oh, but the show just came out. We're moving into fall. We're moving into the spooky seasons. So I wanted to go ahead and just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And you can see our last fictional Women Around the World episode on Officer O'Leary. And also, yes, my previous guest episode on Movie Crush where I talked about the movie, What We Do in the Shadows. And yeah, the the third season did just come out. There's going to be some brief, vague spoilers. I don't imagine we're going to go into anything in depth. But if you're really like, don't want to be spoiled, then come back later. Come back later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so let's, let's just start it off. Again, the 2014 movie was created by Taka Watiti and Jemaine Clement. And I'm really having a hard time doing the New Zealand Jemaine. Jemaine. It's really yes. bad. I'm yes. so sorry to those who just heard that because of the <laughs> uh, show Flight of the Concord. Right. Like, I can't mm-hmm. get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. But they are both obviously involved with the show, which debuted in 2019. And yeah, just like the other show, Wellington Paranormal, both delightful. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty similar format to the movie. It's a mockumentary about vampires Nandor, Laszlo, Nadja, and Colin, and Nandor's familiar Guillermo, who was in Atlanta just recently, yep. as they navigate werewolves, zombies, city council meetings, citizenships, family, and the vampiric council. Yes, Yes, um, I do have a funny, I mean, it's not funny, but I'll, like a couple years ago when I was at Dragon Con, I dressed, you were there, I dressed as Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon, which is yes. a children's movie. Yes. And we were at a party and this guy dressed as Nandor from What We Do in the Shadows would not leave me alone. And it was just like the 
dichotomy of our costumes together <laughs> and my friends being like, look, dude, she's dressed as a children's character. <laughs> you just back off. And he coughed and like left in a fury and it was very in character. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, today we're talking about Nadja. Um, Nadja of Antipaxos, played by Natasia Dimitrio, um, who is an over 500-year-old vampire. And kind of what we talked about with Officer O'Leary, we even mentioned this at the end of that episode, she is the most competent of the vampires. I guess you could argue her and Colin are kind of in the running, but of like the three non-energy vampire vampires, she's definitely number one. <laughs> it's even a running joke on the show that all these male vampires talk about is their dicks and farts. And what is she doing with her life by staying with him? <laughs> Several times she has to bail them out. One of the biggest example I can think of is when they all somehow get captured by animal control. <laughs> <laughs> and she has to go and like immediately gets them out so easily. She's fierce, violent, determined, and loyal in the way that vampires are. Because um, they have different views on monogamy, I'll say. She's quick to anger, vindictive, superstitious, proud, and wants more power. And she's very open about her sexuality and desires. That's one thing I love about it. Nadia grew up poor and her mother was eaten by a bear when she was a <laughs> child. When she was turned into a vampire, she was cast out from her family and her village. Many years later, she seduced the Englishman, Laszlo Cravensworth, and turned him into a vampire, and they've been in a loving relationship ever since. And I do, I love their relationship and how in their very vampire weird way, they're very committed to each other, <laughs> even though, yes, <laughs> monogamy is different in this vampire world, but still, they love each other. One of the interesting things about her character is the relationship she has with other women on the show. So for, for example, in the first season, she turns Jenna, who is this human, LARPing, assumed virgin, she turns Jenna into a vampire because she kind of feels like Jenna is not getting the respect she deserves. She's being treated poorly by the other dudes. And Nadia guides her into finding her power. And a big part of that storyline too is they go to a frat party mm -hmm. and <laughs> Nadia like yelling at men about not respecting her or Jenna. And it was very <laughs> enjoyable. Right. Even though you feel weird when you're like, oh, she just totally killed that guy. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm slowly watching it. It's been a minute. Uh, I tried to watch it a while ago and I came back to it. But yeah, I did just recently watch the scene where she turns Jenna mm -hmm. and the conversation. Like she sees herself being treated yeah. poorly by men in the past. And so therefore, and being the only woman in a group of men, she mm -hmm. needed to help her gain her power mm -hmm. and find her way. Which by the way, I don't know if you know this, and I had to explain this to my partner. That is played by Beanie Feldstein who is Jonah Hill's sister, who is, I think she won something. Yeah, she won an award yeah. for Booksmart. And now mm -hmm. she's about to be in a huge Broadway play. So yeah, yeah. tiny character, giant actor. <laughs> yeah. No, she kind of suddenly disappears from the show and you're like, uh-huh. She got famous. <laughs> she, she got real famous. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. 
not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's also, they play a lot on the women hating women trope. So a bit later on, I believe in the second season, we meet Lilith, uh, who is a witch who kidnaps Laszlo and Nandor for their sperm. And Lilith and Nadia were best friends until Lilith slept with Laszlo. And that was a moment where I'm like, I don't know, because Nadia's really, she's generally very vindictive, (laughs) but she is kind of like equal opportunity vindictive. But I think because we've seen that trope so many times of like, oh, you slept with my, my man and now we're fighting kind of thing that I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this (laughs) storyline. But I don't know if they heard that critique or or maybe like they were just very aware of it when they did it. But in the most recent episode, we meet Gail the werewolf. (laughs) Werewolf. (laughs) Such a fun conversation. (laughs) Werewolf. Gail the werewolf, who is with, is a love interest of Nandor on and off love interest. And it's a running joke throughout that episode that Nadia likes Gale. And, but she'll say something very minor, like, I'm afraid Gale's going to break Nandor's heart. And Lazo will be like, oh, you hate her. You've made your feelings perfectly clear. Um, like, they all joke that she hates Gale. She's the one that hates Gale. And she keeps this like, no, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> but she even says, like, it's because we're two women, right? Like, you have to make this cat fight between us. And then there is something else I find interesting about her character is there's an episode where they communicate with their ghost as vampires because technically their human selves have died. So they summon like their ghost and they do their unfinished business um, with the ghost. Nadia's ghost is like, 
what are you doing? You had so much potential. What are you doing with your time? Why are you hanging around with these? Why are you hanging out with these dummies wasting your your eternal life? But then they connect, like they're the same and they connect on such a close level that Nadia gets the ghost of her human self to possess this really creepy looking doll. <laughs> and now she is a character on the show, the Nadia doll. Um, and they kind of get up to shenanigans together. And when the dudes of the house are being insufferable, they kind of, they talk it out. But that's another example I find of like, it's just interesting to me how many examples I can think of of people loving themselves, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like, an interesting concept. It is, it is. I can't wait till we talk about Loki. I've got a lot of thoughts about it. Yeah, um, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also... Her, it kind of feels like she just, she really does want more female companionship in her life. And there's several episodes where she, we get to see into her past and and find out that she did have close women friends and that she misses them and um, her relationship with her mother, which is really fascinating. I won't say it's healthy, but she clearly cared about her mother. Um, so that they're there. We just don't get to see them that much. And I feel like the doll is sort of a, she's trying for, to have this companionship and we'll see where that goes. Now we've got Kristen Shaw kind of involved hmm. in, in there. So I don't know what's going to happen with their relationship. Fantastic. And then another thing, like this is just something, it's not only this show. But for sure, I've had like kind of moments of anxiety around like, she'll use these problematic sexist insults. And it, I get, because it's, you know, they're vampires and they they say things very strangely and their accents are interesting. And it's just supposed to be they're out of touch and they're old and they haven't learned how to adapt to our modern world in a lot of ways. But it does come up a lot where they'll say like, uh, you know, are you soft like a girl or are you or all those those kinds of things. And she'll say them. And so that's just something else that I'm like, I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. And she's definitely not, like, she's got a lot of issues. <laughs> she's got a lot of issues. She's violent and cruel in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, tender and caring in a lot of ways. That's what makes her an interesting character. But that has been something else that's kind of given me pause around, around that. Mm-hmm. That being said, I adore this show, the Mark Hamill episode, Thing of Beauty. <laughs> and I, I really recommend it. And I read a lot of articles about how, because this came out before Wellington Paranormal and people were saying like, this is what what we do in the shadows really needed was because the first one was pretty much, as is made the joke in the movie, a sausage fest. Like it's mostly just dudes. And how her character has been so funny and interesting and I love how open she is about like her sexuality and her desires and wants and how she's so power hungry (laughs) and not ashamed of it at all so she yeah she's really she's a good addition to it and she's really interesting yeah recommend recommend delight it's a delight yes it is so that brings us to the end of this sub 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 So many sub segments of fictional women around the world. But as always, we love getting your suggestions, listeners. If you would like to send those to us, you can. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Also an asset. Oh, yes. 
And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.